So, uh, it really happened. US President Donald Trump followed through with his election pledge to pull his country out of the Paris Climate Agreement. It's being seen as a huge setback for the US and the whole world. French President Emmanuel Macron responded with an appeal to make our planet great again. Let's bring in Dr Andrew Light, Distinguished Senior Fellow, Climate Programme of the World Resources Institute, on today, which is perhaps ironically World Environment Day. Although, what better time to address this issue? Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Um, can you begin perhaps by reminding us why the deal's so important? Well, the deal's important because this is the way that we're going to solve the climate problem. I mean, we've got a bunch of pledges from almost 200 countries around the world to try to stabilize climate emissions, and this is going to help. Yeah, well, it was just 2015 when this was agreed, so it, it hasn't lasted all that long. Um, given the political developments, Donald Trump's ascendancy, many saw this coming. How did world leaders actually react to uh, Trump's statement? They reacted quite badly. They said that, uh, if you look at the G7 statement last week, they said, we are not going to allow the United States to be an outlier on this. That's what they said. Let's talk a bit more about Donald Trump's rationale in making this move. Mm -hmm. what, what would you say would be the primary reasons if, if we were to have the chance of his company right now? Hard to say. I think this is a leader who does not yet believe that climate change is the problem that everyone else thinks it is. And uh, I think that that's a problem. But many people are perceiving this as him being of a of a seasoned age, should we say, uh, and not really caring too much about the future. In other words, saying it's all about Donald Trump and him trying to appeal to a certain base of support in the U.S. Is that a fair criticism? Yeah, possibly. I think that Donald Trump believes that there are people who voted for him who want him to vote against this uh, international agreement. But I think that the point is that it's important that the United States stay in this agreement. Even large corporations within the U.S., even some of which you would think would be in favor of greater freedom away from this Paris deal, have come out against Donald Trump. Right. How significant is that? Very significant. I think at every time we've seen Donald Trump back away from moving to leave the Paris Agreement, it's been because of corporate leaders. We need them to continue to put that message in front of them. Can you tell us um, why the agreement is seen as, um, by Trump and, and others, a pernicious threat to the American economy and sovereignty? Well, they're, they're basing that all on one very flawed study that my organization has already said uh, is uh, based on false assumptions and false facts. So I think that Trump is basing this agreement, or basing his uh, decision on this agreement in, in a very bad way. Drawing on your own climate program expertise, what are the practical effects of the United States withdrawing from this agreement? Well, not a lot, because I think that Donald Trump is already going to try to take down everything the previous president had done to um, reduce greenhouse gas emissions. That's pretty clear. So now we've got an, got an option for the next three years to bring the U.S. back in, and I think we should.
the the United States is is right up there in terms of producing greenhouse gas emissions. Can you give us an idea of of that side of this? Well, the U.S. is very much uh, up there in terms of producing greenhouse gases, number two in the world. At the same time, I think our economy is moving away from producing greenhouse gases. So the question now is, what's the difference between where the economy is going and what Donald Trump is going to do? Is it possible that the private sector um, or the United States in a a less presidential-led fashion can just reduce greenhouse gas emissions anyway? That that if the world is moving towards greener energy and and electric vehicles and whatever else we're going to see in the next 20 years, that that we're going to see positive change anyway, regardless of Donald Trump? I think so. I think that the United States is going to continue to reduce its gases. Um, States and cities are going to move forward, as is the private sector. The point now is for us to all capture that, count it, and present it to the world as one single number in terms of what the United States is going to be able to do moving forward. It is a hugely uh, symbolic blow, though, isn't it? Does it do damage to America's strategic position in the world uh, because of its standing in international negotiations on on climate action and therefore all other major issues? I think it is. I think that, unfortunately, President Trump has really put in jeopardy the rest of the opinions and, uh, you know, the the rest of the, the... things that he wants to do moving forward, and I think that that's a problem. Some analysts argue that Trump's pullback from the uh, Paris Agreement's strategically beneficial even to China, uh, which may be eager to fill this void if the U.S. is leaving that open. Uh, Do you think that this all accelerates Beijing's ascent towards leading the world in this area, at least? Yes. I think that if I was in Beijing, I would be uh, in somewhat... Uh, you know, uh, happy with what Donald Trump has done because they are already putting down $380 billion as of 2015 into renewable energy investment. And, and, and this, what Donald Trump has done, is putting the U.S. behind. So, so in practical terms, what happens next with this agreement with, without the U.S.? Well, with or without? They move forward. They try to finish up the homework from 2015 when we were negotiating this agreement, and they try to uh, make it the best agreement they can. I really don't think that Donald Trump's announcement is going to change all that. Well, we've talked already about the the impact of of China uh, taking on this new role. What about another major player in Russia? Some have suggested that uh, Vladimir Putin's not a fan of the agreement, but sees the uh, political and long-term sense in being part of it anyway. Uh, would you also be of that mind? I'm not sure what Russia is going to do with this agreement. Is it important that Russia stays on board as well? I mean, would it be a big blow if you started having other major powers follow the U.S. position? Yes, of course it would. And I don't know what Russia is going to do, but I don't think that many major powers are going to follow the U.S. on this one. You know, we, we talk about this issue, Dr. Light, from a, a broad strokes position, from a political position, um, perhaps forgetting the perils that we're facing. Even with this agreement in place, what are the, 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 the serious dangers that the world is facing in the coming decades, in, in the relatively short term even? Well, 
in the short term, of course, climate change is going to make everything worse. And so we've got to get the U.S. back in this um, work to do more as soon as possible. Well, thank you very much, Dr. Light, for joining us today. It's good to have you on the line. Good luck as well with your ongoing efforts. Thank you. Dr. Andrew Light from the World Resources Institute. Um, if you want to have your say, if you want to extend the conversation here, you can text us pound sharp 1013 for 51 per message. You can also find us, as ever, on Twitter at EFM this morning.